Be glorified, we pray. Be glorified, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name. Anything might happen today. Anything might happen this morning. Anything might happen this morning. We're ready, Lord, to receive. We're ready to receive. Today I pray that you'll show up with signs, wonders, and miracles. Today we pray that you'll show up with the miraculous. Set your people free. Come on, if you're in this place this morning and you need a touch from the Lord, I want you to lift your hand and I want you to ask Him today. Say, Lord, if you touch your people, start with me. I need a touch. I need a brand new touch. I need a brand new touch. This is the thing with God. He wants you to surrender. Just surrender to Him. Say, Lord, start with me. Touch me this morning. If you touch your people, start with me. And Father, we promise whatever happens in this place, we vow to give you honor and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Come, if you believe it, I want you to give Jesus a great hand of praise. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to greet at least five people. Just make them feel welcome here at the house of the Lord. Greet five people quickly. Give them a hug. Give them a high five. Get off your chair a little bit. Just make them feel part of the family. Welcome to Faith City. <laughs> Who's excited to be in the house of the Lord? Good to have you all here. I feel a tremendous presence of the Lord. So I'm not sure where this uh, service is going because I'm not the boss. Okay, the Holy Spirit is the boss. So we're going to see the Holy Spirit move. Tremendously. Who believes that? Before you take your seat, I want you to say, and I want you to say this boldly, today is my day. Strongholds are being broken. High things are coming down. I am free. Today is my day. Come on, say that again. Today is my day. Are you ready for this? Amen. Give Jesus a hand of praise. You may take your seat. Today I would like to continue on the character of God, and I would like to call it character of God part two. And last week I was, or the week before that rather, I was speaking about the God that provides. Would you say the God that provides? Say this again, the God that provides. He is Jehovah Jireh. Amen, come on, say with me, it's Jehovah Jireh. So we know that our God is El Shaddai, He's not El Getbai, He's not El Chipo, He's a God that's got more than enough. He supplies every single need. Listen, there's facets about it, your God that you've not even realized. You see, God can only be to you what the revelation, according to the revelation that you have of Him. This is why right through Genesis, right up to Revelation, He revealed Himself in parts and measures to people. And some people understood greatly, like Moses. Take Moses, for instance. Moses knew that our God is a God that provides every need. Think about taking the children of Israel right through the desert, and year after year, there's provision, there's food, there's clothing, sandals are growing as the feet are growing. Imagine your suit is growing, you don't buy new suits, according to the stomach it just grows. Provision, come on say provision. So our God provides greatly. But something else, another aspect of our God, our God is a great protector. I'm going to say this again, our God is a great protector. And, and, and listen quickly, He protects the righteous. All that belongs to Him will be protected. That's what God does. He's a protector. Please shout with me. He's a protector. 
Listen, he doesn't protect like the law enforcement in South Africa. He doesn't protect like the army. He doesn't protect like your husband. He doesn't protect like your wife. He's, when he protects, he protects. By the way, those who have to understand this, that we are part of the, we're no longer part of the law. Obviously, we are, we are part of, of the blessing. And part of the covenant that God's got for us is that God protects his own. Whoever touches you touches the apple of God's eye. You know, I'm going to, can I get deep a little bit? There's, there's some songs that, that we, we play here sometimes. Last night I've heard this song, I'm just a nobody. But I'm not a nobody. I'm not a nobody. We have to change those lyrics. I'm not a nobody. I was a nobody. When I'm saved, I am a somebody. And the, the reason why the enemy wants you to believe that you're a nobody is because when you do not know who you are in the Lord, that's when he brings up strongholds. This is when he attacks. The minute you realize who you are in the Lord, you are unstoppable. There's no one like you. Come on, is somebody listening to me? There's no one like you. And I want you to borrow me your eyes. Look at me, every single one. I don't care what you've been through in your past. Your past cannot keep you away from the destiny that God's got for you. It doesn't matter how how big your sin was, it doesn't matter how hard your life was, if God be for thee, who can be against you? Come on, I want you to ask your neighbor, tell your neighbor, hey neighbor, if God is for me, who can be against me? Tell your other neighbor, the one you like, say, hey, if God be for me, who can be against me? If God be for me, I want to take it further, if God go before me, who can be against me? He said to Joshua, I'll be with you exactly like I was with Moses. I'll go before you. Nothing shall harm you. Nothing shall come on your path. Come on, if you believe this, I want you to lift your hands and say, Lord, bless me, protect me, and fill me. I want to read you a scripture in the NIV. The NIV, I like how the NIV says this. It speaks about in this in Joshua chapter 2. You can quickly read this. I don't have it on the screen. I haven't planned this one. But it, it, it came to my spirit. The scripture speaks about the two spies that came to a, to a place and they protected the two spies. These people that protected them. And uh, long story short, here's, here's what they say in verse 9. I love this. And I'm not just preaching this because I'm preaching this. I'm preaching this because faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm preaching this because I see some spies sitting in this place. Good spies, by the way. Uh, come on, say, say with me, good spies good spies, and I'm preaching this because I see favor on your life. I see how Satan tried to stop you, but I've got news for you, unstoppable. You are unstoppable. Every time when hell says no, heaven says yes. Come on, every time hell come against you, heaven opens up a new door for you. I'm preaching this not for my, for my own health. I'm preaching this because I believe today in the name of Jesus, in the dimension of the Spirit, things are about to shift. Come on, I want you to shout, it's time to move. Come on, one more time. It's time to move. So in verse 9 it says, and, and so they said to them, I know that the Lord has given you this land and that a great fear of you has fallen on us. Now just pause there. Two spies came to a city. They said, when you enter the city, great fear came on us. Let's go on. So that all who live in this country are melting in fear because of you. We have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea for you when you came out of the Egypt. And what you did to, to Sihon and Og, and the two kings of the Amorites east of the Jordan, whom you completely destroyed. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear, and everyone's courage failed because of you. 
For the Lord your God is God in heaven above and on the earth below. I like this. Imagine coming to a city and people say, hey, brother, let me just quickly tell you. We've heard what God has done for you. We've heard the doors that God has opened up for you. We've heard that God has healed you. God has supplied your every need. He has protected you. Come on, what a great testimony. The Bible says that you have overcome through the blood of the Lamb and through the what? The word, the word of your testimony. I declare this, your test will become your testimony. So the scripture says, as these people came to that city, fear gripped the whole city. When favor walks in a town, fear grips people. And people want to know what is going on. There's a change in the atmosphere. Come on, I want you to hear me. You're an atmosphere changer. Wherever you go, atmospheres are shifting. Can I uh, get deep to you? I want to get deep in your level. Stop asking God to favor me. You're already favored. We ask, oh God, favor me. You are favored. When you understand I am favored, I am the favored of the Lord, then you'll see results. When you go into a meeting, don't pray, Lord, please favor me. You are favored. Would you say with me, I am favored? Come on, say this again. So we never again pray, Lord, favor me. You are favored. Never again say, Lord, make me victorious. You are victorious. Amen. So the Bible says that news spread. Now I'm speaking to people that God has been good to. I'm speaking to people that God has been good to. And news starts to spread. Wherever you come, they say, oh, we've heard about your God. Your God is God. He's the King of heaven. He's the Lord of lords. He's El Shaddai. We've tried our God. Our God is on holiday. I like what Elijah said. Maybe he's on the toilet. Elijah said to them, he said, where's your God? Maybe he's on the toilet. This is the translation says, maybe he's on the toilet. Maybe he's asleep. Maybe he's on long holiday. Maybe he's out shopping. But one thing they cannot deny. They cannot deny the hand of God that's upon your life. They cannot deny the favor that's God got on your life. Come on, they cannot, they cannot deny that God has been good to you. So favor is, favor is spreading. And when favor spreads, news spreads. Somebody listening to me. And here's how the scripture says that they were protected. People wanted to kill them. They were protected. God protected them. It was a sovereign protection. I want to tell you right now that God is going to sovereignly protect you. He's going to sovereignly protect everything that belongs to you. Everything that comes against your mind. Every struggle that lies to you. Every voice in your head. Come on, your family, your, your marriage, your business, your finances, your ministry. There's coming divine protection. Say with me, divine protection. Your job, divine protection. On your travelings, divine protection. If you believe that, put your hands together and give Jesus a shout of praise. <clears throat> so I like this, the Bible says that fear came upon us. We melted on the inside with fear. It's not people that fears you, it's de the demons on the inside of them. You know, when you step in, the presence that you carry irritates demons. Who knows what I'm talking about? Who knows that when you start to walk as God wants you to walk, Satan can't stand you. I'm speaking to people who's been through tests and trials. You have to measure your test and understand that my test is in accordance to my breakthrough. Who has been tested? Wave at me if you've been tested severely. Well, listen, don't look at the test. The test is the sign that breakthrough is around the corner. A test is a sign that you'll become a sign to many that your God is good. Oh, hallelujah. A, a test is just a sign that, listen, brother. I'm not broken. I'm growing. 
If you feel broken in here, you're not broken, you're growing. Seed must break open before new life comes. Someone listening to me. Hallelujah. Now, I want to speak to you about the God that protects. Part of his nature is a protecting nature. And God will protect you. You know, the Bible speaks about the following in Isaiah 54. It says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Now, the Bible doesn't say that weapons won't be forming against you. It clearly says that weapons will be forming against you. But the Bible says every single weapon that forms against you will not prosper. Come on, every weapon that's forming against your mind. Every weapon that's forming against your thoughts, against your marriage. Wave at me if you're awake in this place. Every weapon that comes against you shall not prosper. Only with your eyes will you see it, but it will not come near you. Do you know why? Because your God never sleeps. He never slumbers. He's never too far away to reach out and to bless and to protect you. If you believe that, put your hands together and say, Lord, I believe in divine protection. Whatever is formed to rob, kill, and destroy you shall not prosper against you. It goes on. It doesn't stop there. It says every tongue that rises up in judgment, or every tongue that rises up against you in judgment shall be condemned. Who believes that God will use your tongue as the billboard to your success? People's tongues will be used as the billboard to your success. Sometimes in life you find out things about yourself you never knew. I know the, this side of, they, they know exactly what I'm talking about. Every week you hear something new about yourself. Oh, come on, huh? I say, did you hear this? Uh, I, I want to speak to you. I, I see you kind of my kind of peeps, you know. I had a, a video on, on YouTube of miracles. A woman mess, she put a, a message on this. She says, I know this guy personally. She says, he's a multimillionaire. I said, prophesy. She said that this guy has got seven private planes. I said, I'm praying for one. She prophesied seven. My God, I take it any day. I take it any day. He says, of a mega church, I said, hoi, buti, hoi. Don't stop the enemy of prophesying destiny into your life. Don't stop the enemy of prophesying destiny into your life. Sometimes God will use the tongues of the haters and the spectators to bring forth celebration to your life. You are not going down. Come on, for if God be for you, who can be against you? No weapon formed against you shall prosper. No weapon formed against your mind, against your children, against your family shall prosper. Why? Because greater is he that is in me. Than he that is in this world. Hallelujah. Come on now, jump to your feet and run seven times around this building. Hallelujah. My God is a protector. Now do you know what you have to understand? The Bible says that God himself will fight for you. He says you have to be still and know that he is God. You know that scripture that says, be still and know that I am God. God is not just talking to his people. God is not just telling you this morning, just be still and know that I'm God. No, God is, God is speaking to that possession on the inside of you. He's speaking to that sickness on the inside of you. He's speaking to that mountain that you face. He tells that cancer, cancer, be still and know that I am God. He tells that possession in you. He tells that demonic forces that tries to kill you. Hey, you demon spirit, you better know your place. In actual fact, can we preach in this place? It's time that you remind Satan where he belongs. He's not an equal to you. He's under your feet. At the feet that fell, that's who he is. 
That's who he is. Defeated. I want you to shout defeated. And the only power that Satan has over you is the power that you allow him. The power that you give him. If you believe that, give him a who? Do you believe that? He's under your feet. It's time that you remind Satan. You better tell him, hey brother, get thee behind me. You are under my feet. If you don't even know this, angels can't even rebuke the devil. The Bible says, the angels in Revelation says, Satan, the Lord rebukes you. But that's not what the Bible teaches us. Jesus says that I give you the authority to trample on scorpions and on serpents. And nothing shall by any means harm you. He says, cast out devils. Now what happens is when I use that name, that name Jesus is a protection. The gates of hell is shaking when you say Jesus. Oh, when you say Jesus, the gates of hell is shaking. Hallelujah. When you release that name of Jesus, there's an anointing that's being released for protection, for divine healing. Come on, there's such an overflow of that name of Jesus. This is why the Bible says that he has been given a name which is far above every other name. So that in the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess. Do you know that that mountain that you're facing right now must bow its knee in the presence of God? He is your ultimate defender. Mighty warrior. Praise God. Let's get the first scripture on the screen. Psalm 91. I'm just getting started. I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit in this place. Psalm 91. We're going to read from verse 9. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil. <laughs> not certain evils. Not certain measures of evil. Let me just quickly tell you, I've, I've taught this for the Bible school students. Bible school students, you better help me preach right now. There's no demon in hell that is stronger than the name of Jesus. There's no demon in hell. Listen, no possession is greater than that name. The Bible says, just go back. Can we go back to the start? Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most of your dwelling place. The Bible says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and they are saved. Say with me the name of Jesus. Is protection. Say this again. The name of Jesus is protection. So the Bible says this is the key. Because you have made the Lord who is my refuge. Even the most high. Your dwelling place. Let's go on. No evil shall be for you. No evil shall come near you. Just because he's your dwelling place. Nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. Geen plaag sal na by komen. Any illegal immigrant that steps into your property is there illegally. Now you don't hear me now. It's, it's very, very quiet. Well, listen, we're living in South Africa, by the way. Any person that comes in there that's not supposed to be there, listen, it's time that we understand they are there illegally. It's time that we say, hey, Gabriel, just take care. You chuck it out. Just chuck them out. It's really broken and he bites me. For he shall, who's he? God Almighty. 
He, God Almighty, the great provider, the one who heals all your disease and take away all the sickness, the one who makes a road in the wilderness. Come on, the high one, the wonderful one, the powerful one, the most holy one, the greatest one, the El Shaddai, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Come on, your promise, your salvation, your redemption, come on, your righteousness. Him himself shall give his angels charge over you. To do what? To keep you in all of your ways. Do you know that the angels that you've got is watching the way you worship? They watch your conduct. They don't have, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit doesn't reveal deep things of God. Second, or First Corinthians chapter 2 speaks about how the Holy Spirit searches the deep things, even the deep things of God. So the Holy Spirit is the one who reveals the secret things of God's heart. But the Bible says it doesn't reveal it to angels. Angels are just created to do what? To worship the king. And they were, they were created to protect us. They're messengers. Amen. They come to and throw as God really. But they don't understand salvation. No angel can say amazing grace. How sweet the sound. Imagine understanding this this morning. Doesn't matter how big your sin is. If God forgives you. You are forgiven. My God. Because of Christ. Because of the perfect sacrifice. So he gives his angels charge to do what? To keep you in all of your ways. And then just go on. In their hands they shall bear you up. Lest you dash your foot against a stone. This means that nothing that comes on your way shall be greater than what you can handle. Before you even think that God is sending an angel, a multitude of them, to prepare the way for you. Now I want to quickly share this. Something happened to me yesterday. I was preaching... I was preaching in Durban the weekend that, that passed, and uh, the pastor came to me after the service. He said, somebody gave me money to give you, to buy you new shoes. You need new shoes. So I was looking at my shoes. It didn't look great. So Tina and I, we were looking at the shoes, and he said, it's not because your shoes look bad. So I said, Tina, I'm going to buy a pair of Crocs. Next time we come here, we preach in Crocs. I said, look at my Crocs. So anyway, so. I was in need of shoes. You know, you, when you call new, new tires, I needed new tires. And uh, so he gave me money. So we, I went to the shop yesterday. <laughs> so I went to the shop and I looked at the shoes. But I saw a black man and his wife, an oldish guy, late 60s perhaps. He's looking at the shoes. But I know that I know that I know I've been to places that you, you, you window shop. When I have money, I remember the nights where, where, where we didn't have shoes to wear. My wife showed me the, sh the boots in the, in the shops. And in the evening when she sleeps, I cry before the Lord and I say, Lord, I need a pair of boots. I saw it in this shop. I promise you. Lord, this is the size. This is the color. Thank you that you'll supply. All right. So I've been there. I've been around the block. I've been, I've been around the block. So now I see this guy. He's looking at a blue pair of shoes. Beautiful shoes, by the way. Genuine leather shoes, and he's checking it out, and he's putting it down. So he's walking out with his wife, hand in hand. And so I'm looking at my shoes, and as this guy walks, I hear God says, buy him shoes. Now i got money for shoes now. Lord, you promised that you're my protector. <laughs> Nothing shall come near my money. <laughs> you promised that you'll rebuke the, defou the fowler for my sake. 
Maybe this guy is walking now. And, and now I, I feel the presence of God. Bam. Buy him shoes. So I, I said to Alina, I have to buy this man's shoes. And she says, must, I, must we get him? I said, no, I'll, I'll go there. So I, I'm walking towards them. I'm, I'm walking faster now than them. I'm running a little bit in the shop. I said, sir, just let me quickly speak to you. I said, can I, can I quickly speak to you? And they look at me like quite funny. What, what do you want? I said, I saw you watching the shoes. I said, and uh, I just felt led to buy you a pair of shoes. And his wife looked at me and she says, and then? <laughs> and then, like, like what, what, okay, afterwards, what, what then? I said, I said nothing. I just, I'm just here to tell you Jesus loves you. And uh, he has sent me. Maybe an angel, I don't know. I don't know my wife calls me angel, but. <laughs> I said, so, I, I just want to bless you with a pair of shoes. Can I? And he said, well, really? I'll show you. Come. So we're walking back to the shoes. Now, as we walk, I'm crying. I'm crying. I'll so now I have to have my composure. So I said, you want these shoes? Yes, yes, I want these shoes. I said, what size? He says, a size six. So I'm asking them, do you have a size six? Yes, they have a size six. So I said to his wife, what do you want? I thought, oh, Lord. Your word says, if Satan steals, Lord, he must repay sevenfold. Listen to my she says, what do you want? Now they were looking around. Eventually they walked out there with jewelry. Listen, let me just quickly tell you. Money that you think you have. Somebody comes to you. It's just money to, to give it out to somebody else again. So why do I say this? Because two days before that I prayed. I saw a picture of a woman, an old woman suffering. You can see this picture. There's suffering in her house. You can see there's not a lot of food. I was crying when I saw this picture. I couldn't look at the picture. So I, I turned away. And I prayed. I cried before the Lord. I prayed. I said, Lord, if you bless my promise, I'll become a blesser. I'll bless people. So somebody gave me money for shoes. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to leave a part of And he come here. He says, no, it's not yours. I'm, I've sent an angel. Long before. You know, those people, if you look at them, they weren't supposed to be in that shop. My wife asked me the question. She said, why do you think they're in the shop? They're not supposed to be in that shop. You know, they're not supposed to be in that shop. Because you can, you, can get, you can get other shoes, you know, you know when, when there's, there's cheaper shoes and it still look nice. Like me, this, this is an expensive suit, brother. Comes all the way from Shina. Shina Mall, all right, don't, don't. They've asked me in conferences, what do you wear? I said, I wear the anointing. Just by the way, if you think about this, our God, to Him belong all the things. Do you believe that? What's the difference between a million rand and ten million rand? What's the difference? To God, it's just an extra naught, and I shall not be moved. Like your neighbor, I shall not be moved. Come on, Dad. I shall not be moved. Oh, you're going to get it when you drive home. When you hit, when you hit that gravel road, you're gonna, it's going to come to you. I shall not be moved. My God is a protector. So now we, 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 I bought him his shoes. And so he's walking out there. He walked in like this. He walked out like this. Because I believe that even before you cry out, he hears you. Even before you ask, he answers you. That's just who he is. That's just his nature. That's just his character. You can think about it and he will do it. 
You know, last night we were praying and I was walking out as God's my witness. I hear the Spirit of God as clear as day says to me, Vessel, whatever you ask me, I'll give for you because I call you my friend. I'm a friend of God. Would you tell your neighbor I'm a friend of God? Come on, I'm a friend of God. He calls me friend. Come on, he calls me friend. Jeremiah 119 says, they will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. So the Bible says there will be a fight. Tell your neighbor there will be a fight. There will be a fight. But when they fight against you, they will not prevail against you. You see, that's what the Bible says. Please, where's the Christians? Look at me. You are not defeated. You are not victims. You are victors. Greater is he that's in you. They will fight against you. They will try. But you know what the Bible says? They will flee in seven different directions. Every time they try to dig a hole for you, they will fall in their own holes. You never want to fight against those who belong to the Lord. Hallelujah. Slap your neighbor and say, hey, I'm the beloved of the Lord. Who believes that? You know, let, let, me, let me go on. The Bible says that God sits in heaven and he laughs at his enemies. When they plot against you, the Bible says God is laughing. He laughs at his enemies. Now, his enemies is your enemies. The Bible says they hated you, they hate you because they hated me first. So his enemies is your enemies. Can I get an amen in this place? So God says that every time they plot against you, he's laughing in heaven. So why, why does he laugh? Let me just tell you why he laughs. He says, aha, you, you, you try to stop him. I've called this man. Why you, you, you try to do what? This is, my, this is my daughter. If you want to attack her, you have to get through me. And before you have to get through me, you're going to get through multitudes of angels. The angels of the Lord surrounds those who fear God. Those who belong to Him never walks alone. Do you hear me? You never walk alone. They can plot against you. Satan will come and an attempt to steal. He'll steal. He'll try to steal your car and steal your house. But God got it covered. He's laughing in heaven and say, what? If you take this, I'm giving. In, in actual fact, let me just say this like this. He tells the devil, please remember. You're still here. I can't go back on my word. My word says, if you've been caught out, you have to repay sevenfold. Imagine the thief steals from you and here he comes, oh, seven bags. Because God is laughing and says, you plot against him, you plot in vain. Those who plot against you, they plot in vain. Imagine God protecting Daniel. Do you know what the Bible says? They could found nothing against Daniel. He was righteous. And do you know what they said? They said to the, the enemy, said, you know what? We can't find anything against him because he's so righteous. But let's go and attack his spiritual side. We attack the, because of what he's doing with God. We're going to attack the law that he, that he uh, abides to. So what people will do, they can't find anything in you. Then they will attack. Oh, he's a Christian. Welcome to the club. They did it to Daniel. Say we can't find anything against him. Oh, so we name yourself a Christian. Hallelujah. Who has been there? Wave at me. Do you know you have just been promoted? So the Bible says. They brought in a law that everybody for 30 days should not pray to their God. But Daniel knew a great protector. Daniel knew an El Roy. A God that fights for him. So the Bible says every day as was his custom, he opened his windows and he prayed. 
opened his windows. Did you, did you see that he didn't close the doors and, and the windows and say, oh, do you know what, they, they stopped me from praying. No, a man that knows he's his protector fears nothing. When you're intimate with God, you're not intimidated by man. If you can stand on your knees before God, you can stand before any man. So he's praying, praying, praying. And here, here, comes, here comes the enemies and they went to the king. They said, listen, this guy is not, he, he doesn't even regard you. He's praying to his gods. So the scripture says, long story short, that Daniel was thrown into a lion's den. Into a den of lions. And so the scripture says this king had, had a feeling in here. He was, he was praying for Daniel. And, 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 and the next day he rushed with, with grie a grieved voice. He shouted, Daniel, was your God able to protect you? What was he thinking? I'm thinking that he, he thought there's going to be no sound. Nobody's going to reply. And Daniel cried out. He said, my God. My God didn't even come down himself. He was just sending an angel. And the angel locked every lion's jaw that they couldn't come near me. Because God could find no fault in me. I have done nothing wrong against God and I have done nothing wrong against you. Now imagine if God can protect you in such a way that he can slap a lion on its mouth and say, you're vegan, brother, and the lion is vegan. You must say, look. A vegan, a vegan lion, a vegan lion. God turned all those lions into vegans. Imagine that one lion told his wife, I'm so hungry. I'll kill for meat now. And here comes Daniel. Say, oh, here, here's a skillet. A slikey? I thought you are hungry. Well, I'm banting. Banting happened in the lion's day. People ask, where does it come from? And people has become vegetarians in the lion's day. My God can do all things. I said, my God, if my God can shut the mouth of the lion and open up the Red Sea and move the mountains and kill Goliath, nothing shall be too hard for him in your life. Nothing. He's such a protector that he says the following. He says, I'm giving you all authority. He says that when you trample on scorpions and serpents, nothing shall, shall harm you. It doesn't mean that you, you run cold food up a place. And it's carpium pukio. It's not that. It's not playing with the cobras and the snakes. It speaks about demons. Scorpion speaks about demonic power. Serpent speaks about the strong man. So what Jesus is saying that I give you the power. I'm such a great protector. That when demons comes to influence you, to take over, I'm giving you the power that it shall not by any means be able to harm you. Can I go further? Why do I preach this? Because I believe with all my heart, Satan cannot read your mind, but he can listen to what you say. And I'm preaching this loud, that all of hell hear me. That every demon that kept you awake at night, infiltrating your mind, your thought process, I come against it right now, in the highest name, in the name of Jesus. I take authority over that lying, defeated devil. Because that's what he is. He's defeated. Please lift your hands and shout out, he's defeated. He's defeated because my God is a protector. Who in this place is sick and tired of any attack that the enemy has thrown your way? Lift your hands. You have to get fed up. You have to come to a place where you are sick and tired. You're just fed up. Every single month there's something new. Every single day there's something new. Listen, let me tell you this. In the name of Jesus Christ right now, everybody on the sound of my voice, you are leaving this place sane. You're not leaving this place insane. You're not leaving this place depressed and oppressed. I take authority. Come on, George. 
Where's Brother George? I take authority over every prison, every chain that brings bondage. I break it right now in the name of Jesus. The Bible says, whatsoever I bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. I command every demonic force, every familiar spirit, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind your works. I bind your power. Something mightily is about to happen. God protected Noah and the ark. He shut that door. That's what kept Noah. That hand that shut that door. If God protect Noah, He can protect you. Who believes that? Do you believe that you've got a, a great hope and a great future? Who believes that? I just feel a shift immediately. I felt it. That strongholds are being broken in this place. Strongholds are being broken in this place. You better watch me now. Watch me. Five minutes from now, a holy presence is going to flow through this building. Five minutes from now. Are you ready? Strongholds are being broken. Come on. I want you to shout. Strongholds are being broken. Who remembered Goliath? Goliath, the only thing that he's doing day and night. Many people that I'm talking to now has got a Goliath. You've got a Goliath speaking to you every day. You're not going to make it. You're useless. You're unrighteous. You're unworthy. He's unrechtvaardig. Or he's not rechtvaardig to the Heeren. Wave at me if I'm speaking to the real people. It's, it's a Goliath that's speaking to you. That's what Goliath did every day. He just came to Israel and said, oh, you know what? I'm going to kill you. There's a man who can fight me. So what the enemy does is he uses a bully. I call it the bully spirit. That bully spirit bullies you the whole day. He's driving you insane. The only voice that you're supposed to hear is the voice of the Holy Spirit. Anything other than that is illegal. Can I, can I tell you this? Satan is not allowed to speak to me unless I speak to him. Jesus said, what's your name? Religion. They're not supposed to speak here. Somebody listening to me. This is supposed to be protected. And the blood of Christ is going to set you free today. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everything. I want to speak to a couple of people quickly. Who has ever been rejected? Lift your hand. Rejection is God's protection. You have to be rejected for God to protect you. You know why many times God allowed you that people be, will reject you? Because that's sometimes the only way to see that they were never part of your destiny. It's quiet. Maybe you on this side. Yellow Owens. If you've been rejected, sometimes it's the way that God says, hello, I have no, 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 okay, Irvin, I know you're listening to me, brother. You've not been rejected. I've removed them. You say, Lord, I've been rejected. No, God say, I removed them. I, <laughs> because your next destiny, God's going to protect you. And with the wrong people in your circle, will kill it. Many people think that God is a protector that protects me, that nothing harms me. Well, it's also that nothing will harm your, your mind. Nothing will harm your spirit. Nothing will come close to your money. Not even you. Checking churches when people sow, I'm protected. My money is protected. Mensen bring all the clay scared. I get the back. My father-in-law, my father-in-law travels with me. He 
goes to the shop. He says, he takes the whole team, whatever you want, take it. On me. Yes, in your mana pack. Coca-Colas and garage pies and energy bars and baltong and drovers and chips. And he's happy. He's going to bless. And everybody packs it out. So time for payment comes. You can't get it. No, I can't. Not once. So what I've done, I said to my mother-in-law, steal his card. He gave it to me. Put it here. So we travel. He says, anything you want, take it. We had a lot of people. I think it was 10 guys. I said, come by now, fat. And it is the Coca-Cola, and the garage pie, and the energy bars, <laughs> and the drovers, and the bulldog, and I start. You can't even glow. I said, I can't even glow. Let's go back and bring it. Where did you get that? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. My money is protected. <laughs> Hallelujah. After that, we went on permanent leave. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on, say with me, my God is a protector. Weapons that's forming against you will not prosper. Hear me quickly. That this week will be a week where you will see God being mighty over your life. God being strong and powerful over your situation. I want to, I want to challenge this church. What do you need God to do for you in the next 24 hours? Please, I want to ask you this from the bottom of my heart. What do you need God to do for you in the next 24 hours? I want you to be specific. Please do. For a second. If you have your husband there and you've got a situation, grab that hand. And say, this is our situation. We're going to be specific with God. You see, you have to be specific with the Lord. God is in the specifics. Please, I don't know why I had to do this. The Holy Spirit moves me to do this. What are you trusting God to do for you in the next 24 hours? Take it into your heart. And I want you to give it to the Lord right now. 24 hours from now. You know, in 24 hours, God can do anything. 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 Please, quickly, do that. The Bible says he will command his angels to take care of you. He will command his angels to sustain you. If ravens could take care of Elijah in the desert, if the widow could take care of him further, the angel got him in the desert, God can send his angels to you right now. Maybe you sit in this place, you feel like you're in a prison. Peter was in a prison. God sent an angel. Maybe your prison is your mind. It's your thoughts. It's what you're going through. But it's been broken today. Do me a favor. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to lift your hands. Every single one of them. Just close your eyes, lift your hands. And I ask our worship team just to come here to the stage. Every eye close for me. One of the character traits of God is He's a God of breakthrough. He's got a breakthrough nature. I'm speaking to people in this place. You need a mighty breakthrough. You've been praying and praying and praying, and it seems like you feel helpless. You feel hopeless. You feel like you're praying and praying and praying, and nothing changes. One of his the aspects of God, one of his part of his nature is a God of breakthrough. A breakthrough, it, it's supposed to almost break you. It doesn't almost break you, it's not a breakthrough. 
the drier the bones, the greater the miracles. Come on, just keep those hands lifted. Every eye closed. Speaking to people in this place who sit here, you say, Lord, I need a 24-hour turnaround. I've heard that you're a great provider. I've seen you provide. I know that you're a protector, Lord. You see, the only way that God can break through for you right now, see, God created you of own will, free will. You have to tell the Lord, Lord, this is, this is the place where I need you in right now. If it's your mind, you tell the Lord right now, say, Here, Jesus, my gedachte wereld word now in me. Neem oor in die naam van Jesus. Every voice that's speaking, I bind it in Jesus' name. You've got no right. They will have got no right to speak to God's people. Who sit in this place. Maybe it's a provision that you need. You need breakthrough financially. Maybe it's a breakthrough in your, in your ministry, in your finances. Maybe in your marriage. What's going to happen, I believe, a mighty presence of God is going to fill this place. I'm going to lay hands on people today. And I believe the power of God is going to crush every opposing thing that comes against you. But I need your help. I need you to, to worship Him in spirit and in truth. I need you to call upon the name of the Lord. I need you to fall on your knees and cry out, Lord, I need you. When you do that, I promise you. You know, many people wait for my praying. I can pray until I'm blue in the face. There must be something in you that says, Lord, I need you right now. I need you, God, of breakthrough. Oh, how I need you. The Holy Spirit, as your people are lifting their hands, as I stretch out my hands towards them, I thank you. If you're already in this place, I pray manifest your presence. Manifest your presence. Now you ask him, manifest yourself to me. Manifest yourself to me, Lord. Forget everything. Put your focus on Jesus. Cry out to Him. Ask Him for help. Ask Him for help. Show forth your breakthrough nature, Lord. Show forth your breakthrough nature in this place.